it's time to relax. You know what that means. It's time for the show that always starts walking when someone says, cross the room if you have a show that no one listens to. It's the original Janksters podcast. I'm Kevin Jank. I'm Peter Jank. <clears throat> yeah. We're back. <laughs> Again. It's another Sunday. It's still Mother's Day in all our hearts. <laughs> it's another Sunday, but As we it will know when this show week. goes up. Who knows what day it'll truly be. Yeah, it could be like fucking Christmas Day by the time this goes up, but you never know. It's so true. It's so true. <laughs> That's how time works. All right. But uh, we'll, we'll start off the show with some news. Uh, I figure that's a good place to start. We'll kind of close out the news with the, uh, I guess, the big news that kind of spurred our change in the movie we watched this week. <laughs> yeah. We'll save that for the end. Um, but... Why don't you kick off with your first uh, news story that you wanted to dive into? Yeah, for sure. So <clears throat> my first uh, first bit of news today uh, has to do with uh, the animated DC series. Now, of course, we uh, I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but uh, I believe this month or maybe next month or very, very soon, regardless, the Ninja Turtles versus, or uh, Batman and Ninja Turtles movie is coming out, the animated movie. Yeah. Very excited to see this. Very, very excited. But this week they also just announced – Batman and Hush. Oh, my. Oh, I did see a slight clip of this. Oh, my God. Does this look super fucking great? Not going to yes. lie. Now, they keep hinting that Hush, uh, we're never going to know who it is. It kind of reminded me when you were talking about the Arkham Knight. Oh, we'll never guess who, the, uh, Ar- or who Hush will be. So this has me oh, no. concerned. Well, I don't think it's going to be female, Kev, so I think we're going to be all right with this one. <laughs> yeah, but why would you change it at all? Like, that's not something you have to change. Yeah. It's not like Tommy Elliot has other things going on in the universe that they can't have it be Tommy Elliot. Just have it be Tommy Elliot. <laughs> well, maybe they keep it Tommy Elliot. Who knows? It'll probably be something like uh, what they did with the Phantasm, where it's just like, oh, when you're watching it, you get, like, glimpses of Tommy Elliot. And it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's Tommy Elliot. It was Tommy Elliot the whole time. <laughs> that's why I, I get the feeling they're going to do is they're going to be like, they're going to, oh, here's Tommy Elliot. Here's flashbacks of Tommy Elliot. And then surprise, it's not Tommy Elliot. And you'll be like, what? This is unsatisfying. There's a reason. As much as it was over, you know, playing your hand, tipping that it was Tommy Elliot the first time, making it not Tommy Elliot just is fucking stupid. <laughs> it doesn't make narrative sense. Well, I hope they stick with Tommy Elliot. I hope that's nothing uh, stupid. Uh, I'm just hoping for a good movie. Uh, it looks really good. Definitely has that same animated style. So that makes me. Uh, a horny yeah. boy so i agree like I, I just i don't like the fact that they've kind of it seems like a lot of people feel that to adapt something you need to change it see if there was a surprise before you have to change it so it's a different surprise now but you don't need that if i like something in the comic i'll like it in video form i just want to see you know it brought to life i yep. don't need you to fucking i don't try need surprises to, yeah second guess me and like <laughs> give me something new i'm i'm cool with what you had before yes 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 i agree i agree um but yeah there's that i suppose there's that bit of news uh my second bit of news is um super mario maker 2 i don't know maybe it's just mario maker 2 uh they got a huge nintendo direct that happened just a few days ago uh pretty much announcing all the new features that are coming in the game we still don't know if all of the features from the previous game are going to be in there it seems like they will be um 
I'm hoping so. Anyways, like I said, one time, I don't, again, not sure if it's on the show ever, but um, they had this one thing where you can unlock a ton of different skins for like the, uh, the, the player. So like mm-hmm. it, it was a mushroom that would give you a different costume. Like, Oh, this mushroom will let you become Luigi or Kirby or Sonic or Zelda or Link or really anybody. Um, it, it, it was awesome. I just like unlocking stuff and that game allowed me to do that. Um, mm-hmm. this one introduces a ton of new enemies and a brand new way of playing. Not playing, but like, so um, for real quick, so basically the first one had, you can change the theme to be either Mario 1, Mario 3, Super Mario World, or the Mario, the new Mario, or something, whatever it was called, new Mario Brothers. <laughs> it was basically more of a 3D looking Mario. Um, and it looked cool, I liked it. It wasn't my favorite, but it looked cool. It, was, it made made things different. Uh, this, however, I don't know if that, that new Mario is in there, but they have Mario 3D in there, um, which is fascinating because you cannot bring over the the assets from the different games into this one, or you can't bring oh. the ones from this one, the assets from this one into the other, the first games. Uh, oh, yeah, that it, makes sense. It is a ton of content in this Mario 3D thingamajig. Uh, it's not in... It's not 3D as in you're looking at it first person or third person. It's more or less just a 3D look to the the aesthetics, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. There are so many, so many different things in here. New costumes, new tubes, new... So much new shit, man. It's crazy how much new stuff is in here. So that's going to keep people definitely busy for quite some time. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. I don't know how much nice. people are going to actually use it, though, now that I think about it, just because... <laughs> Uh, a lot of people would like to make the crazy impossible levels uh, using mainly just the, the first Mario. Just how can I make this first Mario just so damn hard or so damn crazy? Uh, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how what will happen, but it is a brand new asset. Um, so, yeah, that's something to look forward to. That's the weird thing is why do people like they're like, I'm going to get this game and try to make these impossible levels that you can only do by like jumping in just the right place at just the right time. It's like, that sounds horrible. <laughs> That's not fun. That's... You've made a terrible level. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I'm glad you don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, they also put in basically its own game. I think it's out of the 3D Mario one. But basically, you you play the main game, which is just... I think a hundred levels or something like that, or 70 levels. Oh, and you could unlock a bunch of stuff for the game, which I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure I'm for. I don't want to unlock <laughs> stuff that's in my tools. Like I want tools to be available for me already without having to do a bunch of stuff. Oh, well, I mean, again, I'm okay with it. Cause they're not requiring you to pay more money. You have to play the game to unlock the shit. Yeah. So that's, that's fine. <laughs> I don't know. They kind of did something similar in the first one where if you played enough, new stuff would come out. And then somebody finally realized that once you do something certain, because you can only unlock it every like 10 minutes, I think. So what you would do is you would go, you would play a level, and then you would go into the Wii U settings and then advance the time 10 minutes and then go back into the game, do the level, and that's how you were able to get everything really fast. And it wasn't like onesies or twosies thing it was like an entire set like oh wow i can get five or six enemies right here right now and then 
I could start using them immediately. It, I hated the hmm. fact that I had to, for some reason, just wait 10 minutes. Like, that's such a weird fucking thing. <laughs> Oh, that, I don't is. Know. <laughs> that is very weird. Just give me the shit. I want to start making <laughs> levels, and you're giving me a limited palette to do so. <laughs> yeah, that's very strange. But yeah, so there's that. Um, and then my last kind of limiting news your fun is yesterday. This is not so much news. It's mostly me ranting, and I don't really like talking <laughs> about stuff like this. Uh, it's not really anybody else's business. But <laughs> here we go. So, all right, let's get into it. Yeah, here we go. So, yesterday I went to Wally World, right? And at Walmart, they have these uh, spots for veterans for wounded warriors. All right, now I've I've done the whole fighting in the land of the Iraq again. I don't like talking about this stuff; it just makes it just <laughs> sounds stupid to me. But um, I've sure. done the, I've done that whole thing. I get disability because I get headaches all the time because I've fallen off a truck in. Iraq, and uh, now I get constant headaches. Constant headaches. Always happens. Never happened to me before mm-hmm. this, but it's it's been going on now for, I don't know, fucking 2010? So, Jesus, almost 10 years now. Yeah, it's so, a lot of years of headaches. Um, and I've learned to deal with it. Of course, I've seen people about it, and there's nothing they can really do. There's nothing you can do to just cure headaches. The only thing they give me is uh, a prescription for basically just Tylenol or Advil or Excedrin, whatever it is. Um, not yeah. Advil. That doesn't make a lot of sense, but definitely something of that nature. So that's all they give me. All right, that's all you can do. Something. Uh, they could just say, "Yep, you definitely have some kind of brain damage." Boom. Here's some medicine. So oh. I'm fine with that. It, it doesn't happen every minute, but I would say probably at least once a day, or at least once every other day, I will get a headache. Most of the time, I live with it, and sometimes it's really shitty, and it and it sucks. But what I'm getting at is, I I. I park in said Wounded Warrior Zone, all right? Um, my theory, or my thinking, not my theory, but my thinking is, because <clears throat> a lot of people will probably bring up, oh, why would you park there? That's for people who are missing limbs. Mm-hmm. Why would why would a person park in the Wounded Warrior Zone if they're missing limbs? They should probably park in the handicap spot that's much closer to the door. They would probably have a handicap sticker to the door, <laughs> or to the handicapped spot, why would they park in the Wounded Warrior Zone? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like the Wounded Warrior areas, I don't even care if it's just a veteran, to be honest with you. It could be somebody who doesn't even have a disability. But some lady yesterday, this is my rant, I park in this uh, this spot. I get out of my car like I always do. I walk into the store. <laughs> That's what you do when you get to the store. Yep. Just get out of your car. I go into the store. <laughs> You're weird like that. And I had to grab some stuff for my cat. And I get back outside, and there is a note on my car that says, and I wish I kept it. I should have posted it online because it's a fucking piece of shit. But um, <laughs> it said, you're not handicapped, and you're not a wounded warrior. Shame on you. One, fuck you. <laughs> you don't know who the hell I am. You don't know what I've done. You don't know anything. Do I need to have it on my car that I've... Go, that I'm a veteran on my license plate that I've hurt myself. Do I need any of that? No, that's none of your fucking business. <laughs> so fuck you. That's the first yeah. thing. Um, that's basically all the things. Don't, <laughs> don't, it's really just one thing. It is just one thing. I, I don't know what the deal was. 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like anytime you do that, everyone's always just going to judge you. So <laughs> it was me. I, I wouldn't even just do it because I don't want to deal with people. <laughs> it feels like anytime you get like even like something cool, like going to an amusement park and getting a flash pass, like it seems like a great idea. But then like everyone just looks at you like, look at this fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Cutting in line. Why does he get special treatment? And they're always just going to judge you and be shitty to towards you. And you don't deserve this. I just I don't understand. Like, fuck, man, you have no idea. I, I completely understand what you're saying. That completely makes sense. And yeah, for sure. Uh, people are going to judge. But I mean, I can't believe somebody would just say, wow, you're not a wounded warrior. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, for them to say you're not handicapped. No, doubt I'm not handicapped. I would never even treat myself as a handicapped person, nor do I park in a handicapped spot. So, fuck you. <laughs> you just walk around with, like, an arrow in your arm. <laughs> That's true. I was wounded. Warrioring. <laughs> the cowboys got me. <laughs> the dirty cowboys. They shoot arrows now. I you tried, know. I tried to give them some of my corn. <laughs> or as I call it, Maze. That's how you know the story is legit. <laughs> Maze? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah people, are, people are wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> people are pieces of shit. All right, what's your news for this week? Uh, let's see. Well, first off, I wanted to uh, give a little bit of a recommendation, I guess. Um, most, As I often talk about, most comics today are pretty horrible. Yep. <laughs> um, but I will mention some that have actually been surprisingly decent. Um, one of which I really like the idea of, and I kind of like the execution of, but I feel like it could be better done a different way. Um, but first off, Nick Spencer has been writing uh, the Amazing Spider-Man book, which has kind of always been the flagship Spider-Man book. Um, and it's honestly, I've, I have a complicated, uh, like feelings towards Nick Spencer. <laughs> he wrote, uh, the superior foes of Spider-Man, which is really good. And this Ant-Man series with Scott Lang, that was really good. But then he took over Captain America for a while and did that whole, you know, Captain America is a Hydra agent now and bullshit and had him like try to take over the world and shit. And he's very like SJW and tried to turn that into some whole thing against Trump. And, you know, it's just like, Oh God. He's always just talking shit about people on Twitter. So it's like, well, I don't like this guy, but I will say that this book has been very good. Um, so I'll give him credit on that one. He's left all that SJW politics out of it and just brought Spider-Man back to kind of classic Spider-Man stories. And I really have enjoyed it. Um, they're kind of doing another big Craven storyline right now. Like some of the, uh, the biggest storylines that involve Craven have been very cool. And this one is kind of going that route. Um, it's pretty good so far. Uh, there's also this Peter David has come back. He used to write Spider-Man a lot and a bunch of other things. Uh, the incredible Hulk, he did a huge run on, um, but he is bringing back this series called symbiote Spider-Man. Uh, there's been two issues so far. It's really good. It kind of takes place back in the days when Spider-Man had the symbiote costume back in like the eighties and it's all set within Canon. So it's like meant to be able to take place at that same time and not, you know, mess anything up essentially. <laughs> and, uh, it kind of stars Mysterio so far, a lot of it, because I guess like Peter David seems to really like Mysterio and I'm cool with that. Cause I really like Mysterio as well. He just seems so mysterious. Yeah. And it's such a cool costume. It is a cool. Yeah. Costume. It's so good. But the last one I wanted to talk about is this like limited series they're doing, which is a great idea. 
It's called Spider-Man Life Story, um, Mm -hmm. which obviously kind of deals with the fact that Spider-Man debuted in the 60s. But really, you know, it's now 2019 and he's still probably like 25 years old. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, well, it's weird when you look back and it's like he's in high school and talking about like the, you know, the Beatles and fucking sock hops and shit like that. Like, this doesn't make any sense. (laughs) So this kind of like, like imagines a world where he did start out in the 60s and he's actually aging in real time. Oh, and yeah. So it's kind of showing like throughout his entire life, like here's, you know, what could have happened. Uh, the only problem I have with it is they're basically doing one issue for each decade. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. This better so be a huge a, fucking issue. I know they're maybe slightly bigger than a normal issue, but it's hard to cram 10 years worth of storylines of stuff happening in this guy's life into one issue. Oh, no. You kind of only get like this brief view of his life. And so it's like, oh, this could have been so cool if you would have just stretched this the fuck out and made this like an ongoing thing for a long time. Because I would really like to see something like that, honestly. Like for as much as like, uh, you know, a lot of things like especially DC is always rebooting shit. That's what they should do is reboot it and do it in like actual time. Because that was one of the coolest things of like the Arkham series of games is like everything felt like it had consequences and moved forward. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, instead of just like, Oh, he's fighting the Joker again. And then he escapes again. And here he is fighting him again. And it's just like, Nope, things actually happen and moves the story forward. Yeah. So that's kind of what I wish they did a little bit more as uh, cause that's one of the problems is nothing ever really happens in comics. Even if they change something, it just changes back. They kill somebody off. They come back. <laughs> Yeah, nobody I, ever really gets I, much older or changes much. I like the fact that there are consequences, at least what you're saying in the Arkham games. Because when Joker, spoiler, when Joker dies, he obviously is dead in the very last game. Um, he does make yeah. an appearance, but it's mostly just this, uh, almost like a memory slash delusion that Batman's having. So you still get glimpses of him, which is cool. I like that. He's still making mm-hmm. an appearance, but he's not. He's not around. He's gone. Yep. And that's cool. Yep. He doesn't have to worry about that that part of his life basically anymore because he's gone. (laughs) Even the other villains are all like that. Like the Riddler, there's definitely escalation between all the games from the first one to the last one. And that moving that storyline forward and black or uh, Catwoman stuff moves forward and shit like that. So it's nice to just kind of have a progression an actual progression instead of just let's kind of keep things as close to the middle as we can. (laughs) Right. But anyway, in news news, um, we'll start with, uh, before we get to the, uh, well, I guess we'll talk about the Mortal Kombat one first. What? Uh, You're talking announced... about Mortal Kombat? <laughs> I know. I got Mortal Kombat news. <laughs> I got Mortal Kombat It was Kombat announced AIDS. this week <laughs> that James Wan is going to be producing a new Mortal Kombat movie mm. later this year. <laughs> James mm. Wan, of course, was the director of... The first two, I think there's just the first Saw movie, maybe. Um, and the Conjuring movies, he's done all those. Um, he did Aquaman recently. Uh, I don't know if that's really a, a feather in his cap or not. <laughs> I didn't see that movie. A lot of people seem to have liked it, but yeah, from what I've seen, it's kind of just, it most of it just kind of seems all over the place, but it does look yeah. visually amazing. 
His uh, the movies he's directed, it seems like people all like the movies he's produced, like he's producing Mortal Kombat less so <laughs> like he produces stuff like the Annabelle movies and that stupid Kurt. Oh, you disappeared. Stupid what? All right. Everybody's dancing. Oh, there you are. Hey, there I am. <laughs> uh, that stupid other spinoff, like that Curse of My Sharona, whatever the fuck it was. My Sharona? That came out a couple weeks ago. <laughs> About the, like, Mexican ghost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Did you go and see that? I forgot that movie. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Yeah, that movie. It's like I don't want any part d- of this. Just took a dump on all humanity. <laughs> yep. But I mean, I'm excited. Uh, it's about time they did another Mortal Kombat movie for sure. And I think they will be rebooting the it this time. Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't want them to try to follow up Annihilation. Really, I kind of want them start to. over. <laughs> What's wrong with following a movie that happened in the '90s? <laughs> I mean, if they did like the Halloween thing and just like ignored that one, but went back to right after the first one, maybe I'd be okay with it. Man, I would love it to just get a good, solid follow up after Annihilation. Come on, that would be so <laughs> good. Just like everybody's just like remembers it, but they're trying to forget Johnny's dead. Which <laughs> that's one thing that they'll definitely have. I wonder if they're going to do the timeline thing where they they keep doing in the games. Oh yeah. Because that would be cool if they did something like everybody knows the first few games, but this movie's basically the events that happened after Armageddon. Ooh. Oh, like this is years later when like you know Johnny Cage and Sonya's kids are around and shit like that. Um, possibly it could just be, yeah, I guess so. Mainly just like the Mortal Kombat Nine storyline, where maybe not even that happens. Just like it's a re- it's a reboot ish, but like Raiden knows what happened in the first few games, kind of thing. Where like, all right, Raiden knows what happened because he's the one who jump started the timeline or restarted the timeline, basically to give everybody a second chance. Um, so I wonder if if that would be a cool idea, where it's just the, the events of Mortal Kombat Nine, where they're basically restarting, but Raiden's coming to them saying, no, we need to do things this way. We've already seen this timeline once, and it doesn't work out. <laughs> go all end game on it. Yeah. We got to go back and get Shao Kahn stones. <laughs> Which are completely different from the Infinity Stones. We're talking about his <laughs> balls. <laughs> Johnny Cage, this one's on you. <laughs> I got just the move for this. Shao Kahn would just be going, Kalima, Kalima. <laughs> you need to bring that guy back for Shao Kahn. Oh, I know. He would be perfect, even though he's probably 80 years old. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Someone prop him up. <laughs> Shang Tsung, your new job is to stand behind him and keep this guy up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what they're going to do. Yeah, that should be interesting. And uh, in other movie news, I don't know if you heard this the other day, but apparently Chris Rock Uh-oh. is going to be producing a spinoff of the Saw franchise. I don't even know what exactly it is, if it's a spinoff or just another sequel. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't see that coming, <laughs> I would have to say. Huh. It doesn't seem like the likely choice for that. That's a strange. <laughs> now, we all know that he can do some kind of directing. Everybody hates Chris. He uh, yeah. definitely had his hands in. So 
It's not like it's completely out of his realm of directing. Yeah, I don't even know if he's directing. I think he's just producing it. Like, (laughs) maybe he came up with the idea and he's going to get a team in place and have them do it. I don't know. But I wonder what what his idea is that he's trying to follow here. (laughs) So strange. Yeah. It kind of sounded like they were saying it was a spinoff, but what do you mean a spinoff? Well, I just saw be like this a whole morning. franchise of jigsaws all over the country. Somebody's trying to do a spinoff of Matrix now, too. Yeah, they've been talking about that forever. Yeah, I they're going to but... do like a Morpheus prequel at some point, And like, I don't need all that. Yeah, the, mo- the movies are great <laughs> by themselves. I don't need anything else. Are they, though? <laughs> yes. Rewatch. The first one's not good. terrible, but the second two are just the worst. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> really only one of the three. Was good. I like the first Matrix a lot, but I like the ideas of the other two. I like the idea of the architect. It's just I think I like the ideas of having a rave for (laughs) twenty minutes. (laughs) I like that too, Uh, but I like the architect in the whatever movie he was in. The third one, I think, for the most part. Um, Oh, I think he was in the second one. Second one, like it's such a cool idea. I like the whole idea of like. Everything just keeps restarting. Like, this isn't the first Zion. This is, like, the sixth Zion. And it just keeps restarting. It's just this nonstop uh, uh, world-ending kind of thing until Neo comes around. It's so good. I love it so much. (laughs) Such a good idea. Yeah. Except it didn't seem like what he... It was like, okay, this thing is a never-ending loop, but it didn't seem like this really broke that loop any more than the other ones did. (laughs) Probably right. Or what the purpose of having this loop was in the first place. Like why they're just letting people do this. Why not just keep them inside and use them as batteries without knowing there was a matrix. Also probably right. <laughs> Never really explained all that that good. That's all right. I like the movies for that they are. <laughs> well. Amazing. <laughs> I fall into a category of my own a lot of the time. I like the Hobbit movies more than the Lord of the Rings movies. That's true. But I'm fine. <laughs> Go with your own way. I do. The Fleetwood Mac. I do. All right. What else you got <laughs> in the news? Well, let's get to the uh, the big story of the week. Uh, I think they just announced what was it Thursday uh, that they have found their new Batman. Ben Affleck obviously kind of dipped out a while ago, and everyone's wondering who's going to be the new Batman. Made me sad. Um, <laughs> yeah, sad to see him go. Even though he didn't seem like he wanted to be there anymore, <laughs> but still. Best Batman, so just chain him up. That's definitely not true, but <laughs> best looking Batman for sure. <laughs> I like my Batman's thick. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So they announced that uh, it was this was one of the guys that was in the running for sure. Uh, it was Robert Pattinson of uh, the Twilight movies, and he officially has become the new Batman. Um, I figured there would be a lot more internet outrage than I feel there has been. <laughs> People seem to be taking it more in stride, I think, than they took Ben Affleck. True. <laughs> uh, I know. I definitely i am not freaking out because at least they actually got a white male. <laughs> Which in true. this day and age, you can't take for granted. <laughs> yep. Because um, usually they'll just try to flip it on and make it stupid. After but, watching the so, movie that we had watched i i can see where your concerns might be uh <laughs> it's mainly the the cowl is what's the most important part of batman yes and uh chin 
chin profile. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Robert. It's Pattinson all about has the that. chin. That mouth is too damn big. <laughs> I don't know what's with his mouth. He's got like weird cheekbones that I feel is just going to make the cow look weird. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to give it a chance. He's not, actually, I mean, Twilight aside, he's not a terrible actor. No, nope. but he certainly doesn't. I don't know. He doesn't seem to me like Batman. He wouldn't have been in my top 10 probably, but I'll give it a shot. I like when people go out and get somebody different though. Um, yeah. Sometimes it works and it, it could work here. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think he looks the part at all, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, there's, there is a possibility that he pulls it off and he's great. I don't have a choice um, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very curious of what the fuck they're thinking though. Like, does this mean when there's a justice league two, they're going to have to like put him in age makeup. <laughs> Cause obviously they went way younger this time, uh, which makes sense if the Batman movie, you know, is its own like prequel type thing. But what do you do when you make another justice league? Uh, probably not make another justice league. <laughs> yeah. That thing did tank pretty hard. Maybe there's like, fuck it. <laughs> That's probably what they're doing, obviously. Yeah, maybe. I hope that I really hope what they don't do is just like do it and not address it. Be like the X-Men movies and just be like, whatever. Continuity doesn't matter. <laughs> because it does. <laughs> Those movies are so damn bad. It doesn't make any sense how bad they are. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm so glad that's coming to an end soon. Are you sure? Because Dark Phoenix is coming out and everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, oh, baby. Oh, God, give me some of that Dark <laughs> Phoenix, baby. I don't think they will. <laughs> I really don't think they will. It sounds like everything they're doing with that movie is stupid. <laughs> it looks so like, first bad. Off, yeah, it really does. And it seems like they are trying to set it up like, oh, she got the Phoenix in space. But she already went like all Phoenixy in the last movie in Apocalypse. That's like how they beat Apocalypse. She went all Phoenixy on him. You actually so saw that I, movie? I, yeah, sadly I did. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't think you'd. But apparently, so like they were just like, um, yeah, we we want to tone down like the fiery bird aspects of her, <laughs> and just make her more like cosmicy looking. It's like, well, that's what the Phoenix is. It's a big fiery bird. <laughs> what do you mean you want to tone that down? <laughs> I like when you freak out. That's the best part of it. Mean, it's just the best part of my day. <laughs> I heard like they just recently were like, uh, yeah, we have to like reshoot the ending. Um, instead of it being in space, it's now going to be on a train. <laughs> it's like, wow, that's a major downgrade right there. Hey, they only got so much funding. Just cut them some slack. <laughs> They're doing the We best. only have 25 cents left. <laughs> I found this train. <laughs> I have a coupon for one free ride, so that's going to help. It was the same set as <laughs> Turtles 2. <laughs> oh, God. I think that new Mutants movie is never even going to get released. They pushed it back yet another year, which pretty much just means that's not going to come out ever, I don't think. Good. All these <laughs> things that no one asked life. for. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, so, yeah, the, basically our movie for the week, it was going to be Pop Star Never Stop, Never Stopping. But instead, I switched it up, given this Batman news, to uh, a good Robert Pattinson movie 
Um, one of my favorite movies of the year 2017. It was in my top 10 uh, for sure. This is a movie called Good Time. I'm going to tell you that I am probably in a league of my own again. <laughs> Uh-oh. Sounds like someone didn't like it. Yep, that's <laughs> correct. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, yeah, this is a very uh, popular movie, it seems like, especially with critics and stuff. Everybody seemed to like it at the time. This was a movie, when I saw it in the theater, I really didn't know much about it. I think I might have seen the trailer once, uh, but I had heard some good things when it was coming out, and I'm like, all right, I'll see it. You know, I like good, violent crime movies, so I'm like, all right, cool, I'm in. Um, and I went in with no expectations at all and was very pleasantly surprised. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's kind of one of those movies that kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat a little bit, just in the fact that it's very just like, <laughs> I don't know where this is going next. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. All right. <laughs> I'm going to give you just my that quick. face and, told me everything I need to know. The quick and dirty thoughts of what I was getting out of this movie. I started it and it starts <laughs> off with his brother whose name is Nicholas and uh he's having a conversation with some therapist guy and at that point I was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm just going to keep this on for a little bit. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Not sure what's going on, but okay, we'll just see what, where this goes. Not that I have a choice. I have to review this for tomorrow's <laughs> podcast. And that's the feeling I had throughout the whole movie. I have to watch this <laughs> For tomorrow's podcast. Wow. <laughs> I, if if this was a movie that I started on my own uh, fruition where I was just like, all right, you know what? I'm going to watch this and, you know, because nothing else is really on and Kevin said it was a good movie. I would have shut this fucking movie off <laughs> 10 minutes into it. And if I made it past those 10 minutes, I would have shut this movie off maybe 20 minutes into it. This movie <laughs> was so fucking boring. <laughs> I've never been so bored in all my life or more grossed out from most of the shit that happened in this movie. <laughs> I mean, I agree with that last part. It seems like everything in this movie is just trying to be like gross and off putting and <laughs> trying to just make you be like, oh, I don't like any, I don't like this at all. But, and yet I ended up liking the movie anyway. <laughs> That's kind of the the magic trick of this movie is everything is I've, this is what I kind of feel like is the definition of like a gritty movie. It's just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is weird. Everything is gross and I don't like it. I hate all these people, but yet I can't stop watching it. But apparently you did not get that last part. <laughs> I did not get that. Last got the part. grossness. I got the grossness. Oh, man, <laughs> I did not like this movie. Now, I will say I love the music, but the music did not fit the movie. I oh, love the music. It totally did. It totally does not. It's not a mo- It's not an '80s movie by any imagination. But it, ga- it the music gave '80s vibes for some reason. No, here's what it is. It's a '70s movie. <laughs> it's very much a throwback to like Taxi Driver and those kind of gritty, you know, New York dark and dirty crime movies of like the '70s. And it's a very kind of '70s, like late '70s score. And it's just kind of got that driving synth that kind of keeps you on the edge. That's what kind of, I think, heightens the uh, the suspense for me is that that synth score. The synth score is amazing. I, it was yeah. it, it may have been the only thing that kept me into the movie anyways because I was just <laughs> like, oh, I can't wait for that music to play again. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> and it ends with a great song, like an original song at the end. Uh, this kind of just quiet little piano thing uh, with old man Iggy Pop just doing his old man voice at this point, which seems like he's doing a lot of these days. He just kind of shows up on like electronic type songs to kind of just talk more so than sing, just talk in an old man voice. <laughs> and I'm not against it because it's pretty great. I honestly didn't even pay attention to the song at the end. <laughs> Oh, it's great. It's called The Pier and the Damned. Uh, I got it on my iPod because I love that song. <laughs> hmm. It's hmm. a nice dream. <laughs> Fuck Old Man Logan. I want an Old Man Iggy movie. Just all about Old Man Iggy Pop. <laughs> now, I will say this. Now, the only other movie that I've ever seen Robert Patterson in was uh, uh, Twilight, unfortunately. Um, so, going in... <laughs> expectations mighty low now mm-hmm. uh this part could have been played by many people all right easily I many agree. people but because we got robert Pattinson, he does a good job his acting is truly pretty good um i'm not against his uh acting in this movie at all i think it is solid um mm-hmm. i think that this part could have easily been played by like ben foster <laughs> <laughs> i would have loved ben foster in this role but sure. I'm not against Robert Patterson in this role. But with this yeah, being that, said, I'm not entirely sure if I'd see him as Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It seemed like Frankie was kind of saying like, oh, like uh, this proves that he's a good actor. Like, I mean, he's certainly a good actor, but it seemed like he was like this, you know, is a great role for him. I think it's I think he's a solid actor in this by far, but. I didn't see anything from him in this movie that was like, oh, man, this guy's one of the all-time greats. <laughs> yeah, no. Or even one of the greats of the generation. Like, no, he's solid. He gets the job done for sure. But I liked the movie more than I necessarily liked his performance. His performance was fine. It just didn't have any of those standout moments where they're just like, oh, my God, this guy. This is the guy. <laughs> no, not at all. Definitely <laughs> he's not. The, he's the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely he's not. He's going to make 100 more Twilights. <laughs> They're all going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> nope. You know who's honestly more impressive is the fact that the brother, like the mentally challenged brother, is actually one of the directors. <laughs> uh-huh. The Safdie brothers uh, were the ones who directed this. And I think Benji Safdie is his name. Yep. The guy who plays the brother. He did a great job. Because clearly he is not mentally handicapped, but I bought him as being mentally handicapped the whole oh, time. So, dude, that was the <laughs> that was almost the tipping point of this movie. Was that guy? <laughs> I hated it so much, dude. So fucking much. I felt so bad for that guy. Like he's just getting boned. He's got like a shitty ass grandma, and his brother sucks. <laughs> I mean, true, but I hated the the director slash actor whoever played him. Oh man, it was so bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't mind him. Did not like it at all. Oh man, I almost that's the weird that- thing is like with him and most of the other characters in this movie, they're all they seem like non actors for the most part, <laughs> and they unlike most movies where you get a lot of like good looking people in there, like that does not happen in this movie. <laughs> Everyone is ugly. Um, and look like they should not be on screen. <laughs> True. <laughs> Let me tell you, seeing this on the big screen was quite an experience. Like seeing that fucking counselor guy. Yeah, that guy is definitely ugly. Um, <laughs> he is weird looking. Uh, well, let's get into some of the plots just so I can start ramping, ranting on it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> as you mentioned, it starts out with uh, the brother in this kind of counselor's office, and he's kind of giving him this test to break. He'll read off like um, common phrases that you've hear you hear in your life, and he'll ask the guy to try to explain what that means to him, or you know what that might mean overall. <laughs> and he's just not getting it. He's like, "Don't count your chickens before they hatch." What does that mean to you? Don't count your chickens. <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I love that whole scene. I hated it, but go on. <laughs> I enjoyed it. So uh, his brother, Connie, well, I don't know why he goes by Connie. I guess his name is Constantine, which is. is a much cooler name. <laughs> I would not go by Connie. That just sounds like a girl's name because it is. It is. <laughs> So he comes and gets him out of this meeting and they go out in the town They're you know, think they're going to have a good time or a good day on the town or something like that. But no, he, uh, he takes him to this. I don't even know where they go. Exactly. That was uh, some kind of a cashier and they go basically to rob it and they're going to get all this money. I think it was a and bank. Yeah. It looked like a weird bank, though. It was like some underground terminal thing. I don't know what the what? fuck it was. Because no, when they leave, they go right <laughs> to the street. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> it's definitely a bank. Okay. Everybody, <laughs> don't get sense. fooled by Kevin's shenanigans right now. <laughs> he was in a bank basically giving the teller a note saying, I'm a, I'm going to rob this place. I need, what was it, $65,000 or something like that? Yeah. Um, I need this much money, and basically she only gives him what's in the drawer. He says, mm-hmm. no, I'm armed. You're going to give me the rest of the money. She goes into the <laughs> back where the vault of the bank is. <laughs> Where she goes and gets more money and then also a die bomb and basically yep, puts that he had to get greedy. Yep. So he gets all that <laughs> and uh, he obviously doesn't know that the die bomb's in there, but he. They're wearing like the weirdest masks too for this whole robbery. <laughs> They're wearing these like black guy masks, they have these big like puffy kind of faces. And they look honestly like semi realistic, but super goofy at the same time. Yeah. The first time I saw it, I honestly did. I thought I was at somebody's real face. I was like, oh my God, that dude's <laughs> lip is so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> the other guy behind him, his lip is just the same fucked up. <laughs> I know. And then it's already weird. All coming together. <laughs> these are masks. Um, but yeah, so we, um, we then go from them basically getting the bag and then they take off. All right. Um, they go into an alley where they basically dress down, they get rid of the mask and these like vibrant vests and stuff like that. And at this point in time, they start walking down the street and the cops, uh, they're not looking for, well, they're looking for them, but they have no idea where they're at. Um, they've obviously dressed down. So they, uh, they get into, uh, the, I guess the the car the the, the what's that <laughs> i guess they just got an uber which really isn't a good uh getaway vehicle usually <laughs> yeah i it was kind of confusing but yeah they get into a car and uh while they're in the car the dive bomb goes off and basically <laughs> just explodes in such a manner to where i can only imagine that the driver just couldn't see he rams into a car <laughs> and then maybe dies or passes out yeah i think he's, he's gonna just be dead from breathing in die and they just left him there. So um, either way, the two brothers get out, and they're just covered in pink. So they book yeah. it to a, a pizza – no, a, a Domino's where they go into the bathroom, and the Domino's manager is trying to get them out of there. They're trying to clean up uh, the brother, Connie. His cover story is, my brother is mentally handicapped, and a pink can just hit him in the head. Yep. Uh-huh. That sounds realistic. <laughs> um, yep. So we um, – 
we see them trying to clean up, and then Connie hides the money in the drop ceiling in the bathroom, and uh, that's just completely covered in dye as well. But we'll get to that later, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so th- and then they get out of there. They start making their way down the streets where they- it looks like they dress down again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there were many layers for this. <laughs> this is not their first rodeo, clearly. <laughs> yeah, so they-, they dress down again. The cops see them. Yeah, they look uh, they're somewhat decent hoods. at this point. They got a lot of the, the dye off, it seems like. At least off their uh, faces. There's... Yeah. <laughs> and they kind of put other clothes on over it, so it's not super obvious. Yeah. So the cops see him walking down the street. They go to question these two guys, and they're like, hey, can you take those hoods off? And he's, uh, the brother just freaks out and just fucking takes off the Nicholas guy. Not <laughs> he Connie. falls real quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he books it, and they both start running. It's basically this cop chase with the two dudes. And uh, basically, at this point, Connie just doesn't give a shit. He's, he's booking. He's, he's calling for his brother, but he's not like waiting for his brother to catch That's up. That's no. Uh, it gets to a point to where they are in this like weird area where they're running down a hallway where Connie runs through the door, gets books it to the left where Nicholas just rams through the glass and just passes <laughs> out, basically unconscious from running through the glass. His face is all fucked up from the glass and the cops catch up to him, but they never catch Connie. Next nope. scene we see is basically Nicholas going to jail and... That whole scene. Now, of course, we yeah. like Kevin. There's immediately a fight going on as soon as he gets there, and the cops come in and just start macing everybody. Yeah, which <laughs> he's there getting maced in the face, and <laughs> yeah, a bunch of cuts all over his face. Here's Can the only thing. Imagine how that. Here's the thing with this. All right, now, as you mentioned, you feel bad for this guy, and I think if it was almost any other actor, I would have maybe felt bad for him too. <laughs> but oh god, I I hated this actor <laughs> so bad. I was like, I just don't give a <laughs> shit. Like, I I could see where you're coming from because, like, getting mason in the face, you got cuts all over your face. Obviously, this burns beyond belief, and you're just like, oh man, this is just, oh, that's gonna be horrible. But like, I didn't give a shit about this guy, so I was like, I don't care. Fuck it. Move, let's move <laughs> the story forward, please. So, um, we then get to see, I guess, his brother at this point trying to get money. He's, he's yeah, big. he goes and gets the money back from Domino's, <laughs> but it's all obviously covered with dye, but he still tries to use it anyway to go to the, uh, whatchamacallit? Bail bond. Yeah, the bail bondsman, and uh, tries to get his brother out, but he's like, I can't do anything with this. It's all covered with dye. <laughs> yep. What do you want from me? This guy, this fucking weird, like, bald Jewish guy who looks very tough. <laughs> Everybody in this movie just looks weird and off-putting. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so obviously he, he doesn't have the money to get him out. So he goes to his maybe girlfriend or somebody. I don't know who the fuck she is. Yeah, it's definitely his girlfriend, which is a very strange relationship. Yeah, she looks much older than he is. She is. Jennifer Jason Lee is probably in her mid 40s, <laughs> but she acts like a fucking child still. Yeah. Yeah. So that's off putting. <laughs> yep. She apparently lives with her mother and just, you know, has a credit card with the, the, under her mother's name that she gets to use. And so Connie's kind of using her to use this credit card to get his brother out on bail. Um, but it, by the time they've gotten to the bail bondsman, the mom apparently has canceled the credit card <laughs> just so that they can't do anything with it. And she was like, uh, 
Yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee just proceeds to start screaming at her mother on the phone and just having this like temper tantrum like a 10 year old. And it's so annoying. It's so it goddamn really annoying. is. She is just the worst type of person. You're like, oh, God, I hate this woman. I'll tell you right now, <laughs> this scene gave me so much anxiety because he's trying to get the money from uh, her through the credit card. The guy's mm-hmm. on the phone saying, hey, I don't know if the judge can let your brother go. He's about 20 minutes from dinner and he's, yep. he's pretty much done. So he's like, can you just please call? Can you please call to see if he could do it? All right, yeah, I'll call, I'll call, but I don't think he's going to do it. He never does. All right, well, all right, cool, cool, cool. Oh, it doesn't look like your brother's there. She's on the phone with her mother at the same time saying, why did you cancel the credit card? Why did you cancel the credit card? And then he's like, can, can you get pl- it back? <laughs> you can, uh, can you please just see where my brother's at? Yeah, yeah, well, it doesn't seem like he's here. Well, what do you mean he's not there? Why did you get a credit card? No, just, uh, please, just, can you, well, where is he? Where is he? I don't know. He's in the hospital. What's he doing in the hospital? I don't know. I'm going to have to make a call. Please, just get me alone. It's just, it, <laughs> I've never been so angry at a scene in my life. It is just complete <laughs> chaos in this scene. That is the perfect word for it. And I think that's why I like it so much is this movie is just a one like anxiety attack after the next. And I kind of appreciated that. I think just anytime a movie can make me feel anything, even if it's a not fun emotion like anxiety, I'm kind of on board. <laughs> you know what this movie is compared it's doing to? Its job. I, I, I'm going to tell you this right now. This is what you can compare this movie to. A Super Mario Maker level where you have to make the jump at the right moment. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. I had to work hard to make it through this fucking movie. <laughs> I had to figure out why I had to do this. Watch this shitty movie <laughs> at the right moment. I can see that, but at the same time, it's also a Super Mario level like that where you don't have to play it. You just have to watch somebody who knows what they're doing play it. <laughs> uh, no, I watched so somebody I don't have to actually be the one doing it. <laughs> I had to watch somebody not know what anything is basically do this movie <laughs> now don't get me wrong all right I, i'm making it sound like oh you know maybe i don't know i don't really like the robert patterson person he's doing a really good job of acting now this is yeah. a guy who's got a british accent normally he's from england and he puts on a pretty good fucking like almost like new yorkish maybe jersey accent uh mm-hmm. and and it's not like a heavy accent it's just enough to where it's convincing uh, he's yeah, doing he a good natural. job. He, he, he's doing a great job uh, with the parts of whatever the hell he's trying to play as. I get the chaos from him. That's good. I just don't like this movie, though. Oh, <laughs> God. If I wanted to watch a movie like this, well, I guess I just wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I never would. <laughs> the closest movie that I, I can like actually. Saying, if I wanted to have sex with a bear, well, I don't think I would. <laughs> <laughs> if I Ever. had to choose a beer to have sex with, it wouldn't be any bear. <laughs> a koala bear. <laughs> They're the cutest. <laughs> but the closest thing I can compare this movie to, though, uh, from like other movies out there, is Running Scared with Paul Walker. I can see that. That's a good comparison. But that's better. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I liked it. I liked this movie. It kept me on the edge of my seat. I never really quite knew where it was going. And I think, you know what this movie reminds me of, I guess, is that Simpsons thing, which we've talked about many times where Homer's trying to buy that, uh, the cursed doll. (laughs) And just like, well, the doll's cursed. Ooh, that's bad. But it comes with a free Frogert. That's good. 
and just everything's just like, oh, this is bad. This is a good thing. And this is a bad thing. This is a good thing. Bad thing. That's kind of what this movie is like. He'll find something like, oh, shit, I got to get this money. But, oh, I find I, maybe I got the money. Nope, that doesn't work. <laughs> so then maybe I'll bust my brother out. He tries to bust his brother out. Oh, that doesn't work. <laughs> he gets the wrong guy. Yeah. So he's like, but- oh, maybe this guy's got some money. Nope, that doesn't work. <laughs> He's constantly like replanning and rescheming a new scheme every like five minutes, and then it'll kind of work, but kind of fall apart, and I'll have to kind of like fuck, like try to spin some other, polish some more turds, I guess, out of it, try to make this shit work. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can see that. That definitely happens throughout the movie. You are absolutely correct. It is just nonstop, back and forth, back and forth, and yes, I get that, but. Oh, God. I would rather watch an entertaining movie than more of a realistic movie. And I could definitely <laughs> see the need for people wanting to see that. That I, I get that. Don't get me wrong. I completely get that. But it, this movie is just not for me. But let's let's continue with the plot. So basically what ends yeah. up happening is uh, we get another shot of his brother is basically so fucked up. Before he even gets to this uh, uh, with the money thing, his brother gets into a fight. Uh, basically, he wants to watch what he wants to watch on TV. <laughs> and uh, he gets into a fight in jail, and he gets his face completely beaten in uh, to the point to where, obviously, he is in the hospital. So his brother, Connie, finds this out, finds out which hospital he's in, and he makes his way to said hospital, thankfully, mm-hmm. without the chick. Um, so he gets himself to the hospital, does some weird questioning of the patients and stuff like that in this hospital to find out which floor the prisoners are on. He gets to yeah. the sixth floor, makes his way up there and finds a cop in front of a door. Uh, he kind of peers into the room and he sees a dude with a face, just his face all up in bandages, assuming that yep. it's his brother. He's got similar Ar- hair to his brother, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so you could, you could see why he would be like, Oh yeah, that's my brother. Of course, Kevin already alluded to, Oh, that's not his brother. But <laughs> Connie doesn't know that. He just assumes that it's his brother because there's a cop in front of the door. So um, I don't understand some of this part. But he's hiding in a room until he basically waits for the cop to take off to go somewhere, the bathroom or something. Yep. Um, so hides in the room, finds his brother until the – or well, once the cop goes, finds his brother, gets a wheelchair, grabs his brother out of there, and uh, makes his way to a, one of those little shuttle buses – to where they can get out of there. Just get out of there. Yep. Get the hell out of town. So he successfully does this. Um, but, of course, uh, the bus driver is not routed properly for four people. He's only got three people on this route. They drop off all three people and Connie or whatnot, and his brother is still in the bus. They're like, oh, yeah, we just live right up here. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, two blocks over. Real two blocks or <laughs> what? He's like, yeah, yeah. I kind of like this. This was kind of cool. That he's just like, oh, yeah, it's two blocks over. And he just kind of has him drop him off at some random house. And then he backtracks to, like, the last spot, uh, which was this black woman's house, this, like, older black woman. And he's just kind of like, hey, do you remember me from the bus a couple minutes ago? And she's like, yeah. Uh, he's like, can I use your phone? And she lets him in. And he kind of pretends that he was talking to his mom, who's going to come get them after work. Uh, but he's talking to his girlfriend. And she kind of ends up giving him... She's like a very nice and trusting woman, apparently, which is to her downfall. (laughs) Uh, And she's like, I'll give you a room to hang out for a while. No, 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 Kevin, (laughs) you're you're misleading everybody. What she says. 
Hello. You can't understand this lady at all. You can't understand a damn word she's saying. She's missing all of her teeth but nine. She's Gollum from the Lord of the Rings. It's impossible to hear what this fucking lady has to say. You may make out some words like, hey, uh, you know, I'm going to try to use layman's terms. You can stay in this room. That's all she really had to say. But no, you've got a mouthful of gunk. All it's just impossible to hear what this fucking lady is saying. Just in fucking possible. Yeah, you probably need subtitles, and even then, it would just be like, "We give up." Yeah. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. What a fucking travesty! <laughs> I hated this scene. It just that's again, what I didn't mind about this movie. This is kind of it feels like a real part of life that I hope I'm never involved in. <laughs> Like these are just scum, scummy people doing scummy things. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what this is. And then after the movie, I'm like, man, I'm so glad I don't have to be in that world. And so I feel better about everything. <laughs> that's probably why I like this movie. So anyway, so she basically <laughs> gives this room up to Connie and his brother. Uh, she also has a daughter there who's obviously kind of like curious about this dude. I will her granddaughter. Preface, yeah, I will preface this. <gasps> She's sixteen, so <laughs> yep. um, we we basically we're going to go back and forth. I'm not going to explain this entire damn scene, but it gets to the point to where uh, he dyes his hair to make himself look different. He's waiting there for a while. Um, just to kind of buy some time until his girlfriend can pick him up. And in the meantime, uh, obviously the daughter or the granddaughter or whatever is very curious and like what's going on here. Uh, it gets to the point to where they, they're just chilling on the TV, watching some TV and he starts making out with her for some fucking reason. Uh, well, to basically to, they're yeah, talking to about cover him it up. on the news. Yeah, yeah. So he's trying to distract her from that. So, so he starts making out with her. Just, just gross <laughs> on every level. Disturbing. On every level. Every level. Yep. Not if you didn't some. already hate this guy, you're like, well, yeah, he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> but yeah, so it is disgusting, and I hate this scene so hard. And then uh, during this shit, uh, the brother wakes up. We come to find out that he grabbed the wrong guy. And yeah. um, the dude's <laughs> just freaking out. He's like, where the hell am I? And then he explains his story. <laughs> so now we go down this that's one of the weirdest scenes hole. he's just like they're in the car at like a white castles and he just starts telling his entire life story of what happened to him and we everything about it. his life yeah so like, i don't know if i needed all that uh before we get to that point we basically get to a point to where they are hold on let me let me slow down um so he he's like, we need to go back to the hospital to swap out the brothers or swap out these people. We got the wrong people. Yeah, get so my she, actual brother. <laughs> so uh, he says, hey, does that car work in the driveway? The black girl says, yes. He says, hey, you can come with us. We're going to just get my actual brother. Now, the, the girl has still has no idea that th- this is a bad dude at all, which is just mind boggling <laughs> yeah. to me. Um, yeah, she's so uh, she is so oblivious. It's not even funny. Um, but yeah, so she's like, yeah, 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 you can use the car. So they use the car. And he's like, hey, I'm going to drop you off at the hospital. The guy's like, no, 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 you're not going to drop me off at the hospital. So they have to make a beeline because when they get close to the hospital, there's just cops everywhere. So they make a beeline to a White Castle so they can kind of devise a plan. Plus, they're hungry. So they they go there. The girl goes in there. This is where we hear the story of this dude. 
Needless to say, the dude just got out of jail, <laughs> already made up with some or uh, caught up with some bad people with some acid, and immediately is on the run from the cops. And they book it to a theme park where they drop off this uh, bag of money and the acid just so they can leave it there so the cops don't find it and them at the same time. And then eventually we get to the part to where the dude's just like completely taking off away from his friends where he jumps into a cab. He's so high on acid that the cab guy's like, hey, I need money. The guy says, I don't have money. So the cab guy says, I'm going to drop you off at the cops then. So this dude, I don't even know what his name is, but this dude jumps out of the cab, gets completely fucked up. Just going to call this guy bro. Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah, we'll call him bro from now on. Um, (laughs) But yeah, he jumps out of the cab, and that is basically the last thing he remembers. At this point, he... Yeah, he fucked up his face by just jumping out of this moving vehicle. Yeah. Um, Obviously, his body's all messed up and in all sorts of pain because the car was going, I think, 50 miles an hour. (laughs) I don't know. So anyways, um, we get to the point to where uh, now we're back in the car. All right. Yeah. Now, Robert Patterson sees this as an opportunity. Hey, there's a bunch of money. Hey, let me take you back to this theme park and we'll split the money. All right. Guy says, all right, that's fine. So. The uh, the theme park, but I believe, is called Adventureland. It is. Which made me think that he was going to run into Kristen Stewart again. <laughs> oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> which She's I just working there. I <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, they go to Adventureland. Oh, man. Jesus. This movie is just one thing after another. <laughs> yep. They get to Adventureland, and they get into the, the spot to where they dropped off the money. And it's some kind of like crazy fun house type thing. Everything's, you know, it's nighttime, but it's all like day glow colors and shit. It's very dark in there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guys can't find the money, but the uh, the bro finds the bottle of acid <laughs> where somebody dropped it off. So he's like, yeah, well, they this whole like Sprite bottle, like 20 ounce Sprite bottle, just full of acid. Filled with acid. Filled with it. <laughs> so he grabs the bottle. They're still looking for the money. In the meantime, security guard shows up. Says, hey, what are you guys doing in here? I see you guys. I saw you guys on the security camera. And it's just, <laughs> this movie's just one thing after another. So then basically what happens is they he uh, he finds Bro, takes him inside, handcuffs <laughs> him to the something inside of the security office, uh, finds Robert Patterson on the uh, security camera. So he goes after him where Robert Patterson then, or Connie, uh, kind of fucks him up. They get into an yep. altercation. And fucks up his face. Technical word for it. Yeah. Uh, fucks up the dude's face and knocks him out. Gets bro out of security handcuffs. And then we go back to where they're looking for the money. But in the meantime, the security guy already called the cops. The cops show up. And they don't really have enough time to look for this money. He puts on the security guard. Uh, Connie puts on the security guard's uh, stuff. And says, yeah, yep. the other guy's around here somewhere. Can't find him. But here's the one dude that we saw which he's pointing to the security guy. Now I will oh, uh, preface this they and took say, the, yeah, um, they took the guy's clothes off the security guards clothes off. They were like, we'll make sure he doesn't remember anything. So they pour a bunch of the acid down his throat yep. while he's unconscious. So he wakes up eventually and he's just like tripping the fuck out. Cause he just swallowed like fucking three massive pores worth of acid. You're just supposed <laughs> to take maybe a dot. Yeah. Like a dot on a piece of paper. And this guy just took massive mouthfuls. So he is just freaking out. Uh, I wonder if that guy's ever going to be right. Uh, it's a movie. 
So, <laughs> um, so basically, he uh, he's taken in. Uh, Robert Patterson's still kind of ish, maybe looking for the money. Um, but as uh, the cops are looking around, they find a car on the outside, which the girl is still in. They take the girl in. Uh, the girl sees Robert Patterson or Connie in the security <laughs> outfit, and she's putting two and two together, I guess, maybe, and just yeah. not saying anything, but basically at the same time just like, I don't fucking know. Who gives a shit? It is weird that she wouldn't rat him out, but I guess, <laughs> I don't know. I guess black people are just trained not to talk to cops. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, But he does say it wasn't her, so I guess she'll probably get off she I don't think she's going to be in trouble. No, probably not. Who knows? Who fucking cares? (laughs) So then um, now we get to the point to where he's just like, well, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just take the acid. Let's see how much we can get with the acid. And uh, they call up a dude, one of the dudes who made the acid or whatnot. And he's like, yeah, we can push it, but uh, I'm not going to give you all this money. Man, hold on. So let me back up. <laughs> this movie's just a fucking roller coaster of just shit that goes on. Um, shit coaster. The, the, word, the worst part about this movie is like when shit's going on, there's just too much going on. And then when shit's not going on, it just drags. Like I don't need to see them driving everywhere from a helicopter's point of view. <laughs> but we get that in that movie. And I'm just like, oh, God, I get it. You're going to the security guard's house. So they go to the security guy's house. Where they're pretty much just hunkering down and trying to just stay low for a little bit. And they get to the point where they call the drug guy. The drug guy shows up and Robert Patterson's in the room with a dog and is demanding $15,000. The guy says, I'm only going to give you a grand. He says, no, I want $15,000. That's all I can get from an ATM. I'll give you $1,000 times three. He says, nope, I need $15,000. So... Uh, the guy's like, all right, I'll go get the damn money, but it's going to take me a few hours. Robert Patterson apparently doesn't believe him. <laughs> so um, he's like, I'm out of here. You can fuck yourself. You can get out. You do whatever. It's the bro guy. Uh, the bro <laughs> guy. bro. Uh, but the guy's like, no, that's my asset. He's like, no, I'm taking this. And they're basically just du- duking it out, wrestling for this asset. <laughs> right in the hallway. Thing. Yeah. Um, so Robert Patterson gets out of there. Yeah, the dog kind of, I guess he's made friends with the dog enough for the dog to attack the other guy, to attack bro. Yeah. Uh, the weird thing is, is why did the cops show up? I don't remember why the cops just randomly show up. I think because one of the neighbors came out and was like looking at them fighting in the hallway, so they probably called. Oh, okay. Well, the cops show up as uh, Connie's running outside. As Connie's running outside, you can see this bird's eye chase. Yeah. Like I really like this bird's eye chase. That was a good viewpoint to have. Like, I like the look of that. It reminded me of GTA 2. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so you you get this look, and it's, and it's from almost the point of view or from the viewpoint of bro because he's, yep. he's at probably about, like, the 10th floor of this apartment building looking <laughs> down and watching this happening. And I'm not against this viewpoint. It's fine. Yeah, it was a cool shot. I liked it a lot. So he sees that. This is the next thing when uh, when the cops actually show up and they show up at the apartment and bro is still in there. Uh, So he's kind of starting to panic at this point. And his his only option at this point is to go out the window uh, as they're on, like, I don't know, the 27th floor or something like that. Uh, But he's kind of just he goes out the window and he's trying to kind of Spider-Man his way from the one window over to another window. Yeah. And he doesn't quite make it. 
and just kind of falls off to his death. <laughs> yep. And a very cool looking shot. I thought um, that part I thought was really cool. We don't actually ever see him hit, but you just see him kind of scaling the wall and falling off. Yep. You know what happens? <laughs> it was like Ninja Turtles. Maybe three. he lived. He bounced right back. <laughs> that's the last. That's the last we heard from Bro. Yep. So Robert Patterson is caught. Or Connie is caught. He's no longer running. He drops from the, cops. the sprite bottle in a, in a puddle. <laughs> Wonder if somebody's going to find that and start trying try to drink it. Well, I mean, the drug guy's probably going to find it because he says, "Yeah, it's right there on the rooftop. It's right there on the thing." When Jake. Because uh, Bro calls him up and says, oh, I found yeah. you. Blah, 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 whatever. So, anywho, um, uh, the next thing we see is Connie getting put into a police car. And then we fast forward to his brother with the therapist, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it seems like Connie has kind of taken the fall for everything. And his brother, they kind of realize that his brother isn't really that responsible because his, you know, his brother was basically making him do this. <laughs> And he doesn't have the mental capacity to kind of make his own decisions. So he's kind of gotten off a little bit and is just kind of in this program now where they kind of take care of him and try to teach him things and try to, you know, help people with mental handicaps and that kind of thing. Yep. Uh, And it seems like he's in a good place for him, I guess. So that's good. (laughs) Unless like Pete, you hate this guy. (laughs) I do hate this guy. (laughs) Uh, I still don't like this guy. I like the little training. So it's program a happy ending for everyone involved. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Cross the room if you like candy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do that at the Jake family uh, party next year. <laughs> yep. Cross the room if you've ever lied. Cross the room if you've ever been in love. Cross the room if you ever made Dumpy. Oh, I'd cross in that room. <laughs> it could just be your own little secret. <laughs> what if I didn't cross the room? <laughs> then we just have to elect you our king. It's what, the well, only way. Well, what if, what if, now wait for it. What, <laughs> oops, uh, what if they said, cross the room if you don't make Dumpy. And then I just stand there. And then they say, cross the room if you've ever lied. And then I move. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty great. (laughs) That's how this movie should have ended. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that is good time. That is the story of good time. It was a good time for me. It was not a good time for for me. Uh, I didn't like this movie. Honestly... It did give me uh, Running Scared vibes, and I would have absolutely would have rather have watched Running Scared. Now, in the same vein as Running Scared, a lot of shit happens in that movie as well. It's one thing after another thing after another thing because, obviously, Paul Walker – not obviously. As, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> but uh, Paul Walker is looking for a gun in that movie, so it's just like the gun just keeps going from one weird thing to the next. And then uh, uh, his wife or girlfriend or whatever in the movie is also going from one thing to the next. So you're just seeing all this crazy Uh-oh. stuff happen in the movie. It's just one crazy thing after the next crazy thing. But because I like the actors a lot more and not saying I, I agree with you. Uh, it, it's more realistic to see a bunch of ugly people in roles and stuff like that. And I'm mm-hmm. cool with that. 
But there's something that has to be said with people who can actually act. Now, granted, <laughs> Connie can act, but there's so much disgusting stuff that happens in the movie. I didn't want to see it. Uh, at yeah. least from the main You're never character. really rooting for him, that's for sure. <laughs> no, never once. Um, so I didn't know how to feel about that, except for just not wanting to watch it anymore. Um, <laughs> so I guess that's my point of view, I guess. So yeah, a I lot can of people can totally probably see that. like the movie. Obviously, like you said, it was a highly rated movie or whatever of 2017. Uh, but for me, it is definitely not my kind of movie. <laughs> Your anger at this makes me definitely want to watch uh, the movie Lock at some point on this show. <laughs> I think you'll hate that even more. It's just Tom Hardy driving and talking on the car phone <laughs> the entire time. I don't know if I want to watch that. <laughs> You'll love it. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> That'll be a glorious, glorious time. All right. All right. Well, yeah, I think I think I think I like this movie because it's just different in a good way for me. Um, it's not like many other things you see in the theater. So I think that's why I liked it. When I see as many movies as I do, all I want is something that's kind of unique. <laughs> And like I said, it's a throwback to seventies movies like Taxi Driver, which I really like those kind of those movies. So, um, I'm uh, I'm definitely a big fan of the good time. It is different, all right. And I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's just a movie I dislike. Um, <laughs> I don't like this movie, but I can definitely That's see fair. the the catch for it. I can see the 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 possibility of liking it just because it is different. So yeah. that, that's neat, I suppose. Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, did you listen to the classic rock <gasps> songs? No, I completely <laughs> fucking forgot, to be honest with you. Dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, dude. This week is every week is actually hell. But yeah, I completely forgot, dude. I'll probably <laughs> know most of them if we do it, though. Okay, we'll give it a try and see how this goes. Otherwise, we might push it. But we'll see. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The no week worries. is just terrible, dude. I figured, I, I think I've changed a little bit how we're going to do it. Uh, I'm still going to be looking at the 16 songs, uh, but I figure we'll probably want to, for the final you know, tournament of champions, we'll want 32 entries. And I basically got nine weeks of this planned out. So I think we'll get down to the final four. And from that final four, we'll pick like our top three. Okay. And then... We'll kind of just of all the songs that week that didn't make it or it could be either the fourth song or it could be any of the ones that already got eliminated. We'll pick like a wild card entry that we like a lot. <laughs> and that'll be that'll be like we'll take of those wild cards. We'll have nine wild cards that way. And then we'll pick the top five of those and that'll get us to an even 32. All right. So we only have to get down to the top four here and then we'll pick three out of those four and then one wild card. Hopefully this hopefully this makes sense. <laughs> I hope so too. All right. Well, first up, our first matchup in the uh, the first round of the '80s Classic Rock Tournament. Uh, this is good. I should mention right off the bat that I'm not including any like the ballady type songs. Um, I figure we'll do a separate thing for those. There won't be nearly as many. It won't go on nearly as long. But we could do a whole separate tournament of like ballads, '80s rock ballads. There are some that I mean, it's kind of hard to say. Like. Like to me, I would put "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey in the ballads one. I think. Yep. 
Yeah, agreed. Um, okay. Well, let's look at our first matchup this week. Okay. We got The Stroke by <laughs> Billy Squire <laughs> versus Don't Come Around Here No More by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. May have to push this, not going to lie. <laughs> I know neither one of those, so doing great. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think you might know them once you hear them, but oh, don't yeah. come around here no more. Give it up. Stop. <laughs> yeah, we should probably wait till you've heard the songs. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry. I'm a piece of shit. I'm just going to listen no to worries. it on my way up to Marysville, I guess. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. <laughs> uh, but at least no, we all know. time in the car. Yeah, that is true. I am in the, the vehicle a lot, so uh, I will do that. I will do that. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. You can hit me. <laughs> you can hit me right in my peepee. <laughs> Steal my stones like I'm Shao Kahn. Kalima. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's take a look at some album artwork. I can do that. What uh, what artist would you like to look at their albums this week? Hmm, let's do... Hmm, I get to pick. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. All righty. Anything do. you like. All righty. Let's see. Get my old Google-ator up. Yep, me too. Um, Google shoots. We'll do Three Days Grace. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think I know what theirs look like at all. <laughs> Which is perfect. Uh, for some reason, my Google's not working. Give me just a second. I had to restart my computer before the podcast, so everything's just playing a little bit of catch-up. All I know is they hate everything about me. It's true. <laughs> What'd I ever do to that? Three days great! My name is Nicholas. <laughs> Don't call <go> the <to> chicken. <laughs> So stupid. I'm gonna name two things. You tell me what you think of what they make you think of. Pan and some scissors. It hurts. <laughs> Can hurt yourself with both. Hmm. <laughs> Salt and water. The beach. Oh, that's a good answer. <laughs> I want to go to that guy. I want him to be my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> give me another one. I'm good at these. I'll give you one right now. <laughs> um, we'll do. Uh, we'll say. Hmm. Let me give me uh, avocado and a crystal ball. <laughs> um. <laughs> a Take Mexican gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> All righty. Pulled up the list. I got it. All right. Here. What is their first album? First album is a self-titled album, which we already know. Oh, our this. favorite. Yep. Uh, thankfully, <laughs> I think most of the uh, bands back in the early 2000s did this. I think their first album was maybe like their first. Not even just then. It seems like a lot of bands throughout time are just like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, we saw that sort <laughs> of like Offspring. Uh, it's mainly just, I think, as a, a like maybe an advertisement ploy where they're just kind of like getting their name out there. So calling their band or their first album by their their band name might help with that. I don't know. I have no idea. I would always, mm -hmm. if I ever started a band, it would be straight to straight to like naming my albums. That's my favorite. Yeah. Part. 
Yep, just get get right in there, get in its guts, right in the sphincter. So, <laughs> all right, so it's getting a one for the uh, the old title. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Uh, let me pull up the image here. All right, so the image art is of it's like a crude drawing that you probably would have maybe have drawn in high school, maybe of almost yeah. like these three individuals. Looks like it's all in pencil, um, walking down a pathway. And in the background, it looks like maybe a house or a building is on fire. Now, of course, again, this is all in, uh, it looks like pencil or maybe like a dark watercolor or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say that's what it looks like. Uh, they don't then, really have facial features. They're just kind of blank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just completely blank. It looks like a, maybe a mother father figure with their daughter um, out of this album. Um, I am not against this album. Uh, it looks like it's. It's not the most colorful album, don't get me wrong, but I like the way that it looks-ish. I would probably yeah. give it a six. Um, uh, it's above average, but it's not outreaching. It's not terrible, though. It, no, it's no, it's definitely not terrible. It's kind of, it kind of reminds me of, I guess, like the scary stories telling the dark style yeah. of art, except even less distinct. <laughs> like they're like, we don't like that it actually looks like things. We'll just try to make it look less like actual things. Yeah, but I'm not against it. Um, I'd say a six is probably fair. Maybe I'd go five point five. Mm. I'll average out of five seven so five. So this is just an al- an average looking album to you. Um, I mean it's slightly above. <laughs> just, gotta give it a five point five. I'll give it a five point seven three. All right. That's cool. Uh, the next album from Three Days Grace is One X. Oh, wait, we didn't do the... Uh, oh, yeah, no, that's right. That's right, the comparison. There's not much well, interplay we, we between already, the two, yeah, I guess. We already know that it's a one. <laughs> yeah. One, one, one. Um, and it's even more a one because uh, there's definitely not... Actually, I don't even know how many people are in this band, to be honest with you. It's prob- I would I almost venture to say maybe three. Um, oh, yeah, it looks like it from the back. I think I'm seeing the back of that album here. It looks like there's three guys. Uh, so there is three people there, but uh, that's a stretch because one of them is a young daughter. So don't think he's got his daughter in the band. <laughs> don't think that. Maybe. It could be a fucking, what's that, against me. The one guy just turned into a girl. <laughs> oh, that's true. All right. Next one is 1X is the name of the next album. Now, this is one, one of their X. most critically acclaimed albums. Um, but that being said, <laughs> uh, it is a very... Plain Jane uh, <laughs> album. Uh, I don't even know if their name is on there, to be honest with you. But uh, in this one, it looks like one of those like uh, paper cutouts where like when you go to like fold a bunch of pieces of paper together and then you cut mm-hmm. out like a little person and then you unfold it and it's just a bunch of people holding hands. Uh, in this album cover, that's exactly what it is. Uh, everybody's got a check on it except for one of them where it's got an X on one of the uh, little paper figures. And then it looks mm-hmm. to appear that there is a red smudge mark in the top left. I don't know why that's there. <laughs> you know <laughs> Smarge um, <laughs> The guy who was printing them had greasy fingers <laughs> Yep So uh, Album cover This one is weird to me I like the idea I like of it, it But it's off-centered Which drives me crazy <laughs> It's slightly higher than the center of the actual album So it just makes me uh, Crazy me. That doesn't <laughs> That doesn't upset me any. It makes me crazy. <laughs> um, I think that's kind of what you want. You don't want to go right in the middle. I have to go right in the middle. It's got to be symmetric. <laughs> it's got to be symmetric. Uh, 
Um, it's weird that like the one kind of like it starts at the very edge of one side, but doesn't end at the very edge of the other side. Yep. Well, that, <laughs> so I know I remember this when I was growing up because uh, I had this album. When you opened up the book, the the people actually continued to the back side on the, the left oh, side there. Nice. So it stops. It looks like the cutoff was right there on the right side. Um, and then the left side, it went it wrapped around the album uh, booklet. But anyways, that's yes. cool. Uh, but uh, I would say I would probably give this one a six as well. It's above average. I would too. I'm not going to give it any more than that. No more points or anything for me. I do like it. It's simple, but it's you know memorable. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, then title one X, I think is a cool title. I would probably give this a hmm. seven. I think it's a cool title to an album. I don't like it as a title. I think the connection between the two is very strong because obviously there's one yep. guy with an X on yeah. it. <laughs> but just as a title, like one X, that doesn't do much for me. <laughs> hmm. I like it. I, I feel like it would probably be a better title for like an alcohol. <laughs> like this is vodka one X. Give me that one X is <laughs> three X's for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to stick with seven. I think it's a really cool. It's just a cool title. It's not the coolest title or like a great title. I just think it's cool. <laughs> Talking about the early 2000s and putting X in anything <laughs> was cool. <laughs> I guess that's the thing is that definitely was a style at the time, but I never thought that was cool. <laughs> what are you talking about? You like Mega Man X. That's true, but I like that because it's a game, a good game. <laughs> That's it's like I was just like, oh, this game's ass, but it, he's got an X, so I love it. I love it. I gotta <laughs> love it because it's cool. It's extreme. I'm going to give it a three, so we'll average that out. Damn. Uh, <laughs> All right. The next connection, though, that's. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's pretty sorry. strong. It's got to be like a nine or a ten. Yeah, probably, this is definitely a nine. Really living up to it. To what it promises. I don't know if it's completely a 10. It's definitely a, a very, very, very much a 9. <laughs> I though. guess if you just had one X, it was just like a big white X, then you'd be like, that's one X, all right. Yeah, <laughs> that that would be a 10. This is like, yeah, okay, <laughs> he's put an X on one of them. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get jokes. <laughs> all, all right. right. What uh, do we have next? Next one is Life Starts Now. Now, this is where the where pink was a uh it was cool to have pink <laughs> we all remember those days now pink I, is the new black i look at this album and it's like nowadays maybe because pink has become just slightly cooler at least neon pink i've always been kind of cool with um but when this album came out i fucking hated it <laughs> i hated pink so hard um but as an actual nowadays, looking back or looking on it now, I like this album a lot. I like, <laughs> I like the idea of the art. The art's so cool. It's again, it's just kind of plain Jane. It's a white background uh, with like basically inked uh, pen ink uh, characters mm-hmm. on it. So you got two dudes that are just uh, surrounding a pile of TVs. It looks like just smashing the shit out of it. As they're smashing the shit out of it. Uh, crows are coming out and then there's these highlights of pink and whatnot in there that kind of make it stand out a little bit. Um, I like this album a lot, uh, or at least the artwork on it a lot. The songs. I, yeah. Okay. I like the artwork too. It's, uh, it's kind of reminiscent of that style off of the first album, but more definitely more like 
visual where it actually looks like things. Yeah, you can kind of <laughs> Whereas see Whereas that one's eyes. kind of a rough style. This was more refined. Yes. Oh, man, I just farted. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, this is – I like the art in this one. I would give it a solid eight. I like this one. Yeah, I'd probably give it a seven. All right. That's fair. I definitely could pull this one out of a crowd. Uh, yeah. Life starts now, the title. It feels very mid-2000s uh, with the way this looks. <laughs> Especially like it feels like ravens or crows are just on everything. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> so true. I think one of those is a butterfly, it looks like. Oh, and Actually, if you're really looking at it, I think all of them that's are different. Because then yeah. there's a bat right there, and then it looks yep. like a dove right there, and then another butterfly. Yeah, There's a whole bunch of shit coming out of there. <laughs> that's actually pretty cool. When you actually have to stare into an album and actually pull other things out of it, that's cool. Yep. Um, I was right. like that. Life starts now as a title. Where are we at on that one? How do you feel about it? Uh, huh. Life starts now. It doesn't really strike my fancy. I would say. Tell me what strikes your fancy. <laughs> Life starts now. Hmm. Like I don't know if it's like memorable. It's just kind of like, oh, that's a thing, I guess. <laughs> I'd probably give it like a four. Um, I would say a five. I think it's average. Um, it's not a bad title, but it's also not a good title. Yeah. Um, it kind of sits right there in the middle for me. So I'm cool with it either way. Yeah, that sounds fair to me. Okay. Um, connection between the two. Zero. Is there yeah. a zero for category <laughs> there? Um, I'd give it a one because we can't go any yeah, lower than that. <laughs> One's fair. I can't. I don't know what that's indicating really in the image, um, unless <laughs> unless they're saying that those birds and those butterflies' lives are starting now. If it was birds and beat bees, them out of a TV, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, life starts now with the birds <laughs> and the bees." They're right. That would make sense, but that's not the route they went, and that's unfortunate for them because now they've <laughs> given, they've given themselves a one. They've hurt their chances. <laughs> yep. Wah, wah, you wah. did this to yourself, guys. All righty. Well, moving on to the next one here. The next album is Transit of Venus. <laughs> oh. All right. I don't know what that means. There we go. All right. So Transit of Venus. Let me get a bigger image. There we go. <laughs> I can honestly tell you, huh. I don't know if I've ever heard any of the songs off this album. <laughs> oh, no. I've heard Chalk Outline. I have heard that one. I would say this does not look like one of their albums from what I've seen so far. That is a very correct. This is a very <laughs> different looking album cover from what they've done in the past. Yeah. Um, so basically what we're looking at is it's like a peach. Uh, yeah. Like light That's what I was orange. Thinking. It looks like a Georgia or Florida like brochure. Come yeah. to our state. <laughs> because <laughs> because Transylvania. Williams of peaches. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's like a weird peach background, and then they have a, a glob of paint up at the top of it, and then it says Three Days Grace, kind of small towards the left in their normal Three Days Grace writing, and then Transit of Venus, which is also in, like, globs of different colored paint, basically. Well, no, it looks like they painted something. Like there's some full-on painting going oh, on yeah. back there, but then they covered it all with this peach background except for the letters. That's actually pretty solid. <laughs> that's a pretty good 
solid interpretation of this shenanigans. Hmm. That's very strange. <laughs> oh, I think this is the actual painting somewhere. Oh, that's what it is. Did you find a painting of it? I think so. Three Days Grace Gold Series Transit of Venus. Yeah, it looks like it's an actual painting without uh, the gold on it. Honestly, that looks cooler. <laughs> or without the peach. Huh. All right. Interesting. Well, we've got to go huh, okay. with what we've got to go with what they've given us. And <laughs> yep. um, album artwork, I'm going to give it a one. Yeah, that's fair. It's definitely off brand. It seems like <laughs> it doesn't go with their uh, their whole aesthetic. It's very true. They very just kind of put true. the name in very tiny. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care about themselves anymore. <laughs> First album was all about Three Days Grace. Now I'm just like, eh, Transit of Venus. <laughs> That's what it's about. Uh, all right. Well, segue moving into that. What do you think of the name? <laughs> uh, hmm. I would give it points for creativity, and that I don't think this is you know something a lot of bands would have. <laughs> True. Um, not a lot of points for making any sense. Um, I have to step out of the realm of this being three days grace, and I would actually give this a probably a six. I think it's a very if I if I ever heard this title again, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's three days grace. Now, Grant, I've never heard of this <laughs> well, album. That... I've heard uh, the one song on it because I know this album didn't do so well. Um, but I'd never listened to the rest of the album besides the one song. So it's like, all right, but if I have to step out of the realm of this being Three Days Grace, I think it's a six. Transit of Venus is a very, it's not just a bunch of like cool words put together. It's just a very <laughs> strange title to an album, and I, I think that's what, why I like that. It's different. Yeah, it's definitely different. I'll give it that. All right, that seems fair. Um, interplay between the two. I sure can't think of any. <laughs> There's zero. Even seeing the actual painting, uh, doesn't seem like it. <laughs> doesn't look like Venus to me. Big fat one for three days grace. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you guys got to get more on point. Need to figure your life out. <laughs> oh. Cross the room if your albums don't make sense. All righty. Next one. <laughs> Human is the name of the next oh. album. Human. They're only human on the inside. Oh, I like this one. I'm trying to find it. That's some strong artwork. Oh. Hold on, I'll find it. Let me just type it out. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All righty. So this one is a cool yeah, I like this. This is good looking. So in this album, we've got basically this weird like uh, Oreo effect, kind of a half an Oreo. You got a black <laughs> uh, black top, white bottom. Uh, we've got this individual standing in front of said background, and he looks like individual. Uh, maybe it's a a weird version of a skeleton. Um, you see the inner workings of this uh, human, if you will. Yeah, um, it's not like a realistic-looking version of the insides. It's part, like, mechanical, part biological, and 
Yeah, it's uh, he's got a bunch of knives sticking in him. It looks like possibly, <laughs> or just those are gears. Yeah, I think that kind of stick gears. outside of his body. <laughs> those weird black things. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's strange. I don't know. It's very weird and very. Um, I don't know what you call that style. Artsy. Yeah, abstract. There we go. <laughs> but. That being said, I like it. The uh, the face just kind of has this big black space in the white head and these kind of red eyes. Like one is glowing red, one's just kind of a red outline. Yeah. It's uh it's very strange, but I I really like it. <laughs> I like it this pops. as well. It definitely pops. Um it's a very cool album art. Um I'm gonna give this yeah. one a nine. I it's so unique. I like that his left arm is almost like I don't know. I don't know what to really yeah, there's a lot going on here, and it's very, I don't know, it's stylistic for sure. See, it's a uh, lot going on, but it's not like the one album that we saw last week where it was just like everything was a lot going on. It's all centrally focused on this one individual, and it's like mm-hmm. you're trying to pull different things out. It's it's cool looking. I like this. Yeah, I like it. I, I'd say a nine is fine. Uh, this is definitely something that I would, if I was flipping through CDs at the store, I would, I would stop and take a look at this. Oh, yeah. But we can't anymore because those don't exist. I know. Damn it. I have to go back in time just to do this bit. (laughs) (laughs) They do have an FYE in the mall here. Yes. I do like going to that. That makes me happy. It's mostly DVDs now, though. I know. It's sad. (laughs) No one buys actual CDs anymore. (laughs) Yep. Unless it's Offspring. Yeah. You got to. Indeed. Indeed.com. <laughs> uh, human as a title. Simple. But I like it. It's memorable. Uh, it's okay. I don't know if it's good. It is simple. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say it's the greatest thing, but I'd say four or five probably. Oh, yeah. That, well, that's about where I the, was at. I was at a probably a four. It's simple, yeah. but it's effective. Mm-hmm. You don't need to complicate these things sometimes. <laughs> um, the connection between the two, I would say that's pretty strong. I would too. This and it's definitely some kind of a creature that they're kind of making a commentary, I would guess, on whether this is human or not. Yeah, I'm I'm actually really for this one, even though it is just a it, I wouldn't look at this and say, oh, that yeah, that's a human. But I like their mm-hmm. interpretation of what can be human. Yeah. And that's, exactly. that's what gets my jollies off, I think. Yeah. If you've got like a clear thing that you're trying to go for with it, then that's fine. If it's not exactly point, you know, <laughs> exactly what you're saying it is. If you're using it in a cool way, that's that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. So for sure. I would give that like probably a nine. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Definitely a nine for this one, I think. So that's good. All right. And what else they got? All right. And I believe they have one more. Sorry. Um, We have one more called Outsider. Outsider. Oh, stay gold, pony boy. Yep. Better album title. (laughs) Pony boy. Oh, I'll call this the DDR album. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah so in this one oh god uh in this one they have 
uh, basically four arrows pointing out in different directions, north, south, east, and west. And what we're looking at is the red background with some kind of like grungy looking, uh, I don't know, texturing to the actual <laughs> album, album mm-hmm. itself. Um, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I give it points for, I like when things kind of stick to a simple color scheme. Like it's pretty much just red, black, and a little bit of white. Yep. Kind of so going back I to their like. 1X idea, which were the exact same colors. Mm-hmm. Very red, true. Black and white. But um, where's the cool smudge for no reason? <laughs> it's all over the place this time. <laughs> uh, so... I'd probably give it like a four. Yeah. Yeah. I would actually probably say three on my end. Um, it is simple, but it's like, ah, okay. I mean, it it lacks creativity. (laughs) Give me something. You guys had so long to think of an album cover and this is what you came up with. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) I like simple, but maybe they went too simple. Uh, Outsider, that's also kind of lackluster. Yeah, it's like they stuck with human on the last one, and that was simple, but <laughs> you can't do it two times in a row. Um, I'm going to yep. probably say a three on this one as well. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Connection between the two, man. I mean, they're clearly highlighting the left arrow, but I don't know that that makes any sense. Yeah, why is that one more outside than any of the other ones? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's just the outsider because it's white. Uh, maybe, but then it's like they could have done that with the one X, just brought back the paper people and said, this is the outsider here. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Well, uh, just give it well, three, gonna, I guess I'm going to give it a two. Keep going with the threes. <laughs> okay. A two. There's nothing That's that fair. really, I mean, I don't know. I'm stretching <laughs> with a two. I really am. Yeah. That's fair. Um, and that is their final album. It is their latest album. Oh, wow. Only six so far, huh? Yep. Yeah, they Let's see, Let's see what their score comes out to. So for six albums, average score for Three Days Grace is 4.375. That's pretty good. <laughs> that is not so hot. <laughs> Grace, you need to pick up your game. I was going to do Breaking Benjamin. Most of their albums look almost identical. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I like. I sometimes like that if it's like a cool theme. Like as much as I've given up on Weezer, I do like the albums that are basically just you know color albums. Yeah. When you have a cool theme, that makes sense. But I don't like if it's just kind of like oh, it's just kind of the same, but nothing really. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly just their symbol. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Some of their <laughs> albums are really cool looking. I guess not all of them. I, I mainly, actually, let me take a look. I know their first album. I want to say is almost identical to maybe their second or third. Breaking <laughs> Benjamin. I watched to do the uh, the uh, um, the Descendants at some point. A lot of their albums feature like the cartoon version of Milo, their lead singer, um, and then doing kind of similar things, but different, you know, different covers each time like that. I like when you kind of stick with one image, but do different things with it. Yeah. That would be cool. Actually, no, I'm mistaken. I guess their albums are quite different. It's just their symbol is in every one. It seems like, oh, or at least most that's of it. Cool. But 
Yeah, no, they got different album covers. I'm sorry, everybody. I've probably pissed off all the Breaking Benjamin fans <laughs> I'm sorry, <out> there. Benjamin. <laughs> I didn't mean to break you. <laughs> I've broken his wiener. <laughs> their single albums are just their symbol, though. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's just a different version or a different color variation uh, to each one. But, yeah, no, their album covers are actually kind of cool. Now I kind of wish we did that instead. But that's all right. <laughs> Well, we'll have more sh- more chances to do so. And more chances. <laughs> you always got to wear shants. Yep. Or jorts. <laughs> shants or jorts. I'm fine with either. Yep. Those are the only two options. All righty. Uh, we got anything else to throw into this one? Um, oh, probably not. <laughs> Kevin has painted an amazing album cover, actually. Uh, oh, speaking of album art. Yes. Um, <laughs> he has done uh, quite an amazing job on this um, I, I know this is just a podcast, but he's just recently taken up painting, and oh my god, he's done two pieces so far. One was from the Offspring uh, album. It wasn't the actual album yeah. cover. It was just uh, that was a million miles away, wasn't it? Oh, yep, sure was. Yeah, I could pull that one out of everywhere. Um, <laughs> uh, but then he did one. I don't know what which album was this. Uh, this is the cover to Duran Duran's album Rio. Speaking of Duran Duran, as we were early. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. I should have just guessed it. Her name then. is Rio and she dances nev- on the sand. <laughs> I would never have guessed that it was Duran. I have no idea who that was. But yeah, it was um <laughs> it's so cool because uh the way that you got certain lines kind of coming in, I know you said it was difficult when we were talking the other day, but it, it oh man, it's just so good. It's so good. <laughs> oh, thank you, sir. Yeah. It's it's taken me a couple of weeks to do, but I think it came out pretty nice in the end. Yeah, it sure did. It sure did. I really like it. Uh, it's simple yet really cool looking. Um, yeah. So it's cool. got a cool color scheme to it. I, I like it. Yeah, it does. Like some of their, oh man, like that album and some of the singles off that album had the same kind of style. And they're just so cool looking. Like that guy was a fucking great artist. <laughs> I love that guy. He always paints these women that are just completely white skinned, but have like really vibrant colors around them and stuff. It's just like, man. There's always this like picture that I see in like uh, thrift stores or like certain people's like homes or whatnot of like it's a picture similar art style but it's like a chick who's got her finger up to her mouth and it only has like from her nose down basically so you see red lips uh, it's a blue background but it's it's just a chick with a finger like doing the shh kind of thing um, and I see that picture everywhere um, but it's that similar kind of style it looks like. Yeah, it's very 80s for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. For shiggity shore. <laughs> it's definitely why I like it. But, yeah, uh, very cool, very cool. I likes it. I likes it. All right, well. All righty. Uh, next week on the big show, we'll uh, be starting our dive into the Alien franchise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, movies you have never seen a single one of, right? Not a <laughs> single one. I've seen parts of... One of them. Uh, I remember seeing <laughs> Bill Paxton, I think, in there. Oh, that's two. All right. <laughs> He's so good. I don't know why you, why you acted that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, yeah, that's two. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've never seen any of them, so I'm quite excited to uh, finally dive into this. Uh, I know there's a board game called Alien Encounters or Legendary Alien Encounters. Basically, it's the comic from what I understand or a lot of the stories from the comic where every game that you play, you can either play through one, two or three. 
Uh, so uh, you'll get different enemies or different things that happen. And it, I mean, the game intrigued me because a lot of people said really good things about the game that it kind of resembles a lot of the movies and the artwork looked really cool. And I was like, oh, because I've never had an interest in watching Aliens because I'm not a very big sci-fi guy. And then <laughs> that definitely. But you are a big horror guy, so this should be right up your alley. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> and it's got your favorite lady of all time. I hate her. The lady you have posters of all over your wall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this lady. <laughs> She's all right. She's okay at Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's for sure. That's about it. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver. And aliens. <laughs> so you got that. Do I? And she was good in her, like, five minutes of Cabin in the Woods. Uh, that's a good movie, though. I got that. I still got to watch it. I haven't watched it in a hot minute <laughs> or a cold hour. The young Chris Hemsworth. Yes. That's crazy. He was, so, he was such a baby boy. <laughs> that was 70 pounds ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately true. All right, everybody. Well, this has been... Another spectacular episode from the original Jankster's. And I want you guys to always remember that I'm Peter Jank and that's Kevin Jank. And to flip that tip and have a great rest of your weekend. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> the Bureau's Act from Love. The Damned Always Act from Love. Truth is an act of love.